What's up and welcome to episode 71 of How Not To Summon A Podcast. I'm Shini Senpai and this week I'm joined by the man who would love to live at the bottom of a dungeon, Jim. Damn right I would. And that man who would have taken the demon's offer, Grayson. <laughs> I don't know what that means. And this week we are finishing with part two of Arafrita, episode 7 to 13. So we'll jump in where we left off. We've just met Shaya, the bunny girl, um, and the group are now heading to a new dungeon slash lab. I think they call it a lab. And they are trying to locate the entrance to the lab in this gorge. At this point, Shaya has the need to pee. Uh, so she runs off and they're talking about, like, oh, it's going to be really hard to find the entrance to this dungeon. And then all of a sudden, Shaya's like, found it. There's a fucking sign. welcome to the dungeon literally a neon one as they walk into this gap in the canyon or in the gorge there's yeah there's a lit up sign saying welcome to the dungeon what I did find really funny is the bit where she's like where she was like you you better not take it from me it's kind of like that welcome to the dungeon (laughs) would you bring me to my I knew he was going I mean the person who owns this dungeon does like a game yeah. So yeah, fucking piss me off. <laughs> so they get into this room and they're like, right now we're gonna have to try and find the secret door that lets us enter the dungeon. Shaya leans against the wall, finds the secret entrance, and makes a puddle. This is Just later. The puddle That's bit? when they get attacked, isn't it? Um, so is they it? walk. Yeah, right at the beginning. I thought she, it gets was. Arrow- she... she gets arrowed, doesn't she, from the trap? And then as she spikes to the wall. Okay, oh yeah, yeah. oh the bunnies were yes. yes. yeah. So as they walk in through the secret entrance, that's when you hear the voice of the person who owns the dungeon echoing through. So it's basically welcome them, welcomes them and is like, now you've got to get through my tests. They're just wacky traps. They the are way through. It's Indiana Jones style traps. Yeah, in this place. And that voice just winds them up the entire time they're in It'd there. It fucking wind me up. <laughs> Oh, you're getting closer. <laughs> oh, he's trying. <laughs> <laughs> you I can just imagine you sitting there in a big sofa at the other end of the dungeon waiting for them, just eating fucking waffles. Massive, <laughs> massive bucket of popcorn. <laughs> I go to Watts's. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah what was I that? I don't know. I don't know. Because they get stuck on your fingers. It ain't easy being cheating. <laughs> Fuck, that's Cheetos. Same thing. Same thing. Uh, same thing. It's also the first time we see that Shaya has a new toy. She's got this massive... Go on. <laughs> she's got this massive... Yeah, get one. <laughs> now, I said this last week, and she will vote for me on this, because I did the editing today. I said, you get one that time, you get one this time. Anymore, they get deleted. And they've been deleted. She's got a huge hammer, a new toy that's been made for her. A new weapon. So they go through the traps. <laughs> You're saving it. You're saving it, I'm aren't you? Stay quiet, yeah. So, so I they just go, stay quiet. So they go through the traps. We see some of the traps. Uh, you get It's very Indiana Jones-esque. Even the rolling ball yeah. of Balls. doom is there. Balls. Multiple, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did find it funny that she's like, oh, stop that one. And then it's like, no, no, two more now. We send loads at you, if not. And you just see a montage of them navigating their way through all these traps. Um, 
And then eventually they find out that they've gone in circles because they come across the puddle, bunny girl puddle again. And the neon sign. <laughs> and the neon sign. It then cuts from them in the dungeon and we go back to the students back on the surface again. And we see that the ones that have refused to basically go back into the dungeon again. Are uh, farmers? Yeah, so they've gone to join the teacher in the agricultural trade. It's where James is, pulling his plough. Yeah, it fucking is. <laughs> On my own. <laughs> James be hoeing. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Cut you back. won't get anywhere <laughs> hoeing like that. <laughs> Cut back to the dungeon again. The group have come across... What is clearly like one of the final rooms, it's a room full of massive suits of armour either side of it. Like, anybody's going to know that these are going to come to life. I love the fact that they yeah. go, well, this doesn't look ominous at all, does it? <laughs> <laughs> they navigate that with ease, and they end up in the next room, which has all the floating platforms in it. And it turns into a platformer game where they're jumping from platform to platform until they come across the final massive robot boss who's enhanced with the spirit of the previous person who was in the dungeon. So they've died, but they've managed to keep their consciousness within a machine. I, I gathered. That's, oh, that's what they say. That's, that's what they say. The Are you talking about Full Metal Alchemist? You're saying it's the ghost in the shell, right? Uh, yes well it's the same concept i guess but and we had such good reviews the, uh, <laughs> but yeah the maverick has put their consciousness inside the machines it is a full metal alchemist though style thing well that's what i thought yeah they attack they fight the boss there's look it rains cubes down on top of them it's just a generic boss fight eventually they manage to trap the armor Hajime, he drives a spike through the core of it. They kill it. Then the Maverick's voice comes on again and is like, no, I'm still alive. Well, she does the thing where she's like, like no, I'm you've killed death me. Speech. And then they're like, <laughs> and then they're like, are we all right? And then she's like, hey, I'm still here, by the way. <laughs> she, uh, or the Maverick, has put their consciousness into another thing. being thing. That thing looks like the egg thief from Spyro. I thought it does look a bit like the egg thief from Spyro. I <laughs> thought it looked like the um, little green shanky things from Final Fantasy with a lantern that wants yes. on you. Yes, yeah, yeah. See, I don't know that reference, but I get don't, the egg don't thief fuck. from You Spyro. see them and they're like a foot tall compared to you, holding a lantern <laughs> that looks so old. Shadow With face. a big green fucking head. <laughs> and then they come up and you one shot you. Tiny, <laughs> tiny little shit. Never, <laughs> you, can, you, can, <laughs> you can tell this has frustrated him before. Yeah. <laughs> so The egg thief frustrated you, me in Spyro. Even in the new Final Fantasy Battle Royale game, they're in it, and they do 999 damage. Fuck are you fucking serious? fucking annoying. <laughs> These things are like fucking... Yeah. They look like old men with a green latex mask on, and they come up with you with like a shiv that's an inch I'd have rather that like, than what we got. We got we got this little child thing instead. Oh, during the death speech as well, uh, the Maverick does say to them, "Good luck um, when you fight the gods." And obviously, Hajime is like, uh, "What are you on about? I'm not fighting any gods. I just want to go home." And the Maverick's like, "Yeah, you are. You're not going to have a choice. But good luck." Well, it's the yeah. You tell yourself that. Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy the fact that he's like, "Hey, and you're not going to give us any stuff." Nah. No, don't worry well, about he, it. He's bestowed gravity magic. Um, I guess this is what makes him able to fly. 
because uh, soon he begins to be able to fly up into the air, doesn't he? So I guess this is where he gains that from. Although I thought Yui is the one yeah. that can master it. Yeah, Yui's the one that does that. I well, thought no, it was she just the double it. jump thing. And also, by the way, everybody that steps in the magic circle gets the ability. Uh, so when he stepped into the very first magic circle on his own, he's the only one who was given that gift. So he gets his gravity magic, and uh, then he tries to shake down the little being for Come more on, I know stuff. You, I know you've got gems and treasure on you. <laughs> so greedy. Just the classic bully thing, picks him upside down and gives him a shake. And there's tons of gems. There is a lot of treasure that falls out. So fair play. And eventually they get flushed away uh, down a sinkhole. This, uh, what a weird moment, what by the, the way. Fish? Yeah. What's the, what's the so, fish? Yeah, so as they're go, going through the, the system underwater, uh, Shea happens to see a fish with like a... A, a human fe- face? <laughs> it's got, you know it? those it's generic... <laughs> a human face. All I've got is a Monty Python. This, this fish is like... <laughs> <laughs> this fish is like a T-bird from fucking Greece. Oh, what are you doing? No, it's Rocky. Oh, yeah, Rocky Balboa, oh, what yeah. Are you doing here? Yeah, and it sort of just looks at her. That is li- <laughs> that is all Flips it does. Her off. It <laughs> <she's> <laughs> like, they all land back out in the open, but Shea is unconscious, so Hajime goes over and he goes to perform CPR on her and she takes advantage of him and just like shoves her tongue down his throat. And the episode Taking ends <laughs> The episode ends with them booking into an inn in the town and there's a little bit of a fight over who's gonna stay with Hajime and who's not, and then Shea the sort of blurts girl. out and is like We're all picking the fight. I'll let you Shaya. take my virginity if we can stay in the same what? room as each other. I fucking like the whole fucking bears at them with eyeballs. It's the fork. Burning. It's the men. It's All the, the men look at him like you fucker. <laughs> no, no, it's the fork bit. Where yeah, you just well, hear it clang on the floor. The like... <laughs> Episode eight: the group have been summoned to the Adventurers Guild uh, with a, the the meeting with the leader there, and he puts forward a request. Now, this is a bit out of character, I thought, because the, Hajime surely he doesn't give a shit. Which he doesn't. He doesn't in this. He, yeah, they, he forces as much as he can. Out there are multiple instances after episode six where he just turns on his personality. Yeah. Where you see what he was before, he didn't give a shit. Where, you know, that old him that actually cared about people. Yeah. But okay. now it's more like a demon lord. Yeah, the way, the way with undertones of kindness. It, yeah, it's the, ugh, if I must. Yeah. I know I'm powerful enough to do this. Yeah. So you know what I'll it reminds it. me of, Shinya, and you'll get this reference. Overlord. Really nice when he wants to be. Yeah. But when he decides that he wants to fuck Benevolent. people up. <laughs> well, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you've seen the whole thing where people go into his palace and he's like, no, I'm going to torture you for thousands of years. Yeah. And that's your lot in life because you came into my place. I'm like... But then you helped that guy last yeah, week. Yeah, the little village yeah, over there. Yeah, the little saved. village. But this guy that's accidentally... You've physically trapped him and snared him into your fucking place and you're going to torture him for a thousand years. I'm like... Uh, he is the same. You you cross Hajime and he's going to fuck you up. Which is that we see later. Yeah, so the mission or the request that they're given is to track down a missing party that's gone out and a member of that party was a Count's son. So a nobility, a person of nobility who's obviously important. So they've been requested to save him. He says no at first. He's not interested in a reward or anything like that because the guy's like, I'll pay handsomely. And he's like, I don't care. I've got money. I've shook down the little guy in the dungeon. Yeah, I've got tons of gems. (laughs) Gems for days. So he turns around and he goes, all right, money. And also, how about 
we as the Adventurers Guild look the other way when you do things that we don't necessarily agree with. That's a good thing. <laughs> It'd literally be like, as if you could do anything anyway. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like, yeah, well, what are you going to do if I did it anyway? Gonna, well, he, he pushes come... his luck further, because not only does he say that, but he's like, all right, that and you do me a favour when I need you to do me a favour. So Now, that is important. You owe me, you look the other way, and you give me money, and then I'll do this one thing for you. Uh, the guy accepts it straight away. Well, you would, wouldn't you? You're basically you getting a favour off of him, and you're getting blooming immunity. So, yeah, and so the group, they head to the little farming, rice farming village, Um which happens to be the same village that the teacher and the students are at currently. What a coincidence. So you're going to get the first crossover where they find out that Hajime is alive. As they cut to this village, you see the teacher talking to the students and there's a very slight mention that one of the students who went with them to the rice Has gone missing. Has, yeah, the weird one has gone missing. The little psycho kid. With the purple eyes. <laughs> this is the worst written D&D campaign I've ever fucking seen. It's like a side quest. It's so bad. It's, it is a, it's a full-on side quest. <laughs> this okay, settlement to, needs your help. They have to make it up on the spot. Is. This is the best they could well, do. The, well, the settlement have got an issue because they're running out of spices because there's a supply issue because all the supplies are being attacked by monsters on the roads. So that's their biggest concern is that they're not getting their salt and pepper. Well, KFC needs that fucking... <laughs> spices, don't they? <laughs> salt bay takes a lot. You see the the group of kids, uh, the students, they're all sitting in this restaurant, enters Hajime and his crew. Teacher sees him. She spots him straight away. Well, they mention his name while they're sitting there. And that, the teacher's That's like, why, oh, isn't it? Hajime, yeah. Him. She goes over. She knows exactly who it is. He tries to deny Despite it. Despite the fact that half his face is covered, he's now seven foot fucking tall. Missing apparently. an arm. Yeah. Missing an arm. And, and has different white personality hair. altogether. Completely different has fucking look. He's like, Oh, wait, no, that's that kid. You're definitely one of my <laughs> students. I'd know my students anywhere, regardless of all these changes. <laughs> I can smell you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. She's used to it. The teacher also finds out about, obviously, his companions, Yui and Shea, and, like, she gets the wrong idea. Well, she gets the right idea, because she's like, what are you doing to these two girls? And how dare you steal that girl's first kiss? <laughs> right, I'm going to give you the one thing that a, talk, a teacher can always give you. Lecture time. That's well, she says, like, how did you survive? And he's like, I worked real hard. Yeah, I worked really hard. <laughs> this was one punch man esque. <laughs> I did 100 sit ups. What, what, why, why is your hair white? I worked so hard that the damn thing changed colour. <laughs> he tries to ignore the teacher, and then that knight comes walking over and is like, Nobbed. He's, he did the right thing. Paladins, am I he right? He did the right thing, right? <laughs> well, the knight is like, don't talk to the goddess like that. Who do you think you are? He pays for that. Hajime shoots him. Well, I mean, it's the fact that he takes a piss out of Bunny Girl. He's like, I'll cut your fucking ears off. He's like, no. <laughs> That's her best feature. He puts the knight in his place. I'm surprised he didn't kill him. Uh, no, no. Are, just, you, are you sure? It was a warning shot. Yeah. <laughs> no. The it fact that he was like, oh, I'll cut your ears off, based on, on what this guy's I been mean, doing before. He crossed the line, the night, like massively. Um, but what, it wasn't you wouldn't expect for... him to go. Uh, no, I no. didn't expect Hajime to just kill him, no. Because he knows nah. that's just going to cause more issues. Yeah, and what are they going to do about it? Yeah, but he can't be asked. <laughs> that's a good point to be fair it is all about how arsed he can be bothered to kill someone how arsed he can be bothered 
write that down. And then he, <laughs> he tells the group, he, he turns to the teacher and everyone else. He's like, just forget you saw me. I'm leaving. This never happened. And he leaves. Also, one of the girls in the group, she has a little bit of a flashback to when Hajime saved her in the dungeon. And she's like, I never said thank you to him. And Again, he took the front line. Really shouldn't have been in that place to save her. And yeah. then it gets to it gets to nightfall, and he goes and pays his teacher a visit during the night. <laughs> go on, that's what I go to school for. <laughs> he informs her, no busted, that she's. <laughs> this is a busted free zone. <laughs> he informs her about how wrong she is about the world's history. Um, he's got all this newfound information from the Maverick, and he tells her that everything that they were told by the human king isn't true at all. He's having whiskey, by the way. I like this. Like, I would live in this world if I was, like, 12 years old and I'm now sitting down having a whiskey. Because that's what he's doing when he's talking to the yeah. woman there. Sure it's whiskey? Yeah. Because the last time we saw an alcohol in an anime, it ended up being spat out by some fucking woman. It was fruit juice. It was fruit juice. <laughs> yeah. No, no, this was whiskey. It was in the full woman whiskey glass with the ice cubes and everything. Yeah. It was really good. No other drinks have ice cubes. In he's got to portray that. Malevolent person, you know. I have, to have my whiskey. I have his whiskey. Listen to my ice cubes clink. <laughs> he tells the teacher about the fact that about his testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the gods had no plan about this whole war that was going on with the races. In fact, the gods encouraged the war because they liked watching everyone fight each other and die. I kind of get these gods. <laughs> <laughs> Show me what you've got. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got any idea what's going on. You show me something. Come on. And he says, like, these mavericks that you... These people that you call mavericks that created the dungeons, they were actually liberators, and they tried to help. They saw what the gods were doing, that they were encouraging this war, and they tried to stop them. The teacher also tells him um, about Kauri, that she's been worrying about him, that, she, you know, she's been asking... She thinks that he was still alive, and he's like, I hope she's okay. So he's still... Kauri, obviously, he cares about. It's the only one he really cares about. Yeah, absolutely. Literally. And then he tells the teacher, oh, by the way, your students aren't as nice as you think they are. Because when I was down in that dungeon, one of them tried to kill me. And that's what he leaves her with. And he just goes. <laughs> I, I was that. a bit disappointed with that. I thought that was going to be some major thing. Finding out who who it was and everything. and then He it, knows. Wait for season two. I don't want to wait for season two for someone <laughs> like that. No, you That's such wait. a minute fucking thing. No, God damn it, you're waiting. Well, well it's not, because that's wait. how he became what he is. So he's yeah, got a long grudge with this is, one. But it's in the grand scheme of the fucking story well, he tried to brush the it show, off. it's fucking nothing, really. But he, he was intending on brushing it off, wasn't he? He was like, this this per- what what this person did, I don't fucking care about anymore. I'm, I'm beyond this the one that tried to kill me now. Not that I would be. I'd fucking. I'd be going for him straight away. So as Hajime and his group, they go to leave, and they're stopped out on the road by the group of students, and they all and the teacher, and they're all like, "Look, we we want to help you. We're going to come with you to go and find this person that you're looking for." These um, guys are a hindrance, right? He, well, he's, he's massively. He so. succumbs. He's like, "Okay, fine," and he gets the motorbike out, and they're like, "We can't all fit on this Tron bike." They don't say Tron bike, but it's a Tron. It's bike. It's a Tron bike. This is not for you. And he's like, "Okay," and then he pulls the Hummer out. And <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. And then the uh, the episode ends with the, <laughs> the episode ends with all them leaving to go and find the missing riding noble. his Hummer. Riding his Hummer. Episode nine opens with. The group all in the Hummer. 
And there's another mention of the missing classmate. They're like, oh, but we're worried about... I can't, I can't remember his name. Broody Kid. Yep, and, uh, Broody Kid we, won. We don't know where he is. And, and then it's all sort of shrugged off and brushed off because there's a surprise later. Broody Kid's going to come back. Hajime, when they get to a, the spot where this group went missing, Hajime whips out his drones. He's created drones with magic crystals in them that relate to his crystal eye so he can see what his drones see. It's a Those VR drone. Pretty fucking cool. It's a VR drone. That's fucking cool. It's connected to his fucking eye. Yeah. And he comes ac- <laughs> he comes across these large monster tracks. We knew there was a dragon coming, right? We saw, well, when you saw fucking claw. When you saw the giant claw print, I was like, dragon. <laughs> and then you see the waterfall and you're like Dragon. There's a cave behind that waterfall, isn't there? Yep. There was a cave behind the waterfall. Although Hajime had to turn around and go, I sense a human presence behind the waterfall. (laughs) (laughs) I can sense you. (laughs) They find the Duke's son hiding behind the waterfall. Uh, He's actually asleep. They fucking kick him. Yeah. He he informs them, him and his group, they were attacked by a black dragon. I guess... Is it is it not a trope that in D and D certain coloured dragons are the worst? Yeah, yeah. So like black and red dragons are evil. Like Thessal Hydra is the worst. Yeah, a Thessal Hydra is the worst one. Yeah, but the best one, as in like good. Good. Okay. Our um our little Duke's son is called Will. Um, Hajime has a go at Will because Will is like, I shouldn't have survived. I should. All those men died to protect me and I, I should have been me that died and I'm not like, sure I if like you're talking this. about this show or Stranger Things he gives it gives him a little slap and tells him I like this from yeah, Hajime <laughs> well it pisses him off he's like you should be glad you survived I also like the fact that he does this and you see the teacher has almost like twigged that this is he's his related men- to it it's his mentality now yeah. that's his mentality now his mentality used to be he was a happy-go-lucky person that believed everybody now it's like no I'm important. <laughs> he is. He's looking after <laughs> I number one. Yeah. yeah, look after yourself. Hey, it to be matter. fair, if you were teleported to another world, that's what you're doing, right? Number one, yeah. Yeah. Number one, you're you've making got, sure... No, don't get me wrong. You've got a sense of community. No, no, no. I think you're the one that's the pink hair inside the shop. You'd have a... You'd have yeah. a... a <laughs> <laughs> I guess you'd align no. yourself with a... a you'd, <laughs> you'd align yourself with a small party. Yeah, you'd know, you'd have your, your your team and everything, but at the end of the day, survival instincts kicking in if you're in another world. Cheney's going missing. No, and then we'll get him in three episodes no, later. There's no camaraderie. There's no camaraderie in a school classroom. No, None well, whatsoever. No, no, I don't there care isn't. what fucking there isn't. planet that school classroom's on. So we've all seen Battle Royale. You, you absolutely you look after number one. Yeah, in his situation, in a classroom full of people. You don't give a fuck f- about any of them. Fucking fuck one em. of them tried to kill him anyway. Yeah, fuck him. So fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Although obviously he's only interested in Yui and his little team that he forms. He's got a special bond with all of them, but spe- uh, specifically Yui. So the group leave the waterfall cave and they are met with a black dragon. <laughs> the black dragon attacks. Hajime whips out a huge shield, which he blocks the attack with. That is a fucking mega shield. That's well. a big shield. It's got like fucking exhaust vents and everything. This, um, this, this, uh, a battle ensues where sort of the dragon's brought down by Yui, gets back up again. I they think they defeated coming. it, gets back up again. Eventually, they manage to pin the dragon down. And Hajime it knocks shoves it out. a gigantic... <laughs> he, no, he goes for the weak point. Yes. For massive damage. 
<laughs> I <laughs> forgot that this was coming. Can we talk about the animation of the dragon? Can we talk <laughs> about the animation of the bottle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was there. There was definitely butthole animation. Yeah. Someone got assigned that job for that day. They looked at the whiteboard and like, what am I doing today? Oh. I'm doing ass. <laughs> butthole dragon. I'm doing butthole. <laughs> Hajime shoves a, gi- <laughs> a giant pipe inside the dragon's butthole. Who kind of likes it? Uh, dragon. The dra- <laughs> well, the dragon speaks for the first time. It's female. Uh, we knew that you would like this part of this show. <laughs> uh, so the dragon is uh, is called Tio, voiced by Morgan Garrett. Uh, we know the voice because it was Ronco in My Girlfriend is a Gal. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So we've heard her voice before. Uh, while questioning the dragon, Hajime continually, uh, continuously... The dragon's mouth doesn't move during the questioning. <laughs> no. But later on, it does. the dragon's mouth moves. What happened? They decided to animate it. Yeah. <laughs> they decided that Shit. the butthole animation we, we was worth back? more. That's when they blew the budget that day. <laughs> the wrinkles. <laughs> the ring calls. <laughs> Hajime continually punches the pipe further and further into the dragon. Oh, until stop it. It hurts so much, but it feels so good. <laughs> I told you, don't knock it till you try it, Jim. All right? Tio says that... No, I'm not um, taking the advice of a dragon. <laughs> Why not? There's nothing more manly than a dragon <laughs> getting done in the bum. <laughs> That's what happens when you uh, fuck a dragon. That's how you get uh, dragon horns. <laughs> That's how you get dragonborn. <sighs> dragonborn. Grandpappy <laughs> fucked a dragon. I don't think that you can get pregnant that way, James. <laughs> so. I'd fuck a dragon. <laughs> it's got one hole, like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They're asexual. What are they called? <laughs> Dragons are asexual. Coacula, coacula, something like that. Coaca, yeah. yeah. the coaca. Yeah, mm-hmm. The expert over it. <laughs> <laughs> I like ducks. Dragons are asexual. Dragons are not asexual. They are asexual. No, they're not. Anything can fuck a dragon. They're not. They're not Smurfs. They're <laughs> they, can, they can transform. I it's suppose. a man dragon and a lady dragon. So what you're saying is they're like a ditto. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, Tio, <laughs> Full Tio tells him, like, my magic's running out. I, you need to take this pipe out of me before it kills me. Before I transform back into a lovely lady with my buns good. <laughs> she also tells him that she attacked them because she was under mind control. She fell asleep and some evil person cast oh, a spell on her. That old chestnut. We all know the cure for mind control the, is, 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 is a, a spike a, in the bum. The evil person, <laughs> but he cast his spell for 24 hours. She was asleep for a whole day and this person was casting the spell for a whole day. That's why the spell was so strong. I can relate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't believe her, goes to kill her and Yui's like, no, I believe her. You shouldn't kill her. Because dragons don't lie. That's how, you, that's how you train your dragon. He eventually... What? <laughs> with a pipe. In the bum. He eventually is like, okay, I'm going to remove the pipe. Is that uh, how you train a, a male dragon as well? <laughs> is that how you make uh, asexual. a puff dragon? <laughs> Doesn't matter. He, as he removes the pipe, the dragon enjoys it a little too much. As you would. Ooh. And, that reminds um, me of, is this a zombie? <laughs> And then they're informed that an army of monsters are two days away from the little rice village and they're going to destroy the rice village. And Hajime, he refuses to help. And it kind of just ends like that. He, he refuses to help and everyone just heads off. And that's the end of episode nine. And we go into episode ten. They <laughs> peaked. They peaked early. 
Episode 10 opens with us seeing the monster army and its leader is at the front. Uh, Clearly, clearly... It's the guy. The brooding student that left them. With the purple eyes. We cut to Hajime and the group and the teacher starts begging Hajime to help. She's like, don't let this village of people, you know pay this price you've got to save them you're strong enough to save them you're strong enough to defeat this army of monsters please help us i love the fact that he plays the uno reverse card here on her well I, she turns around to him and goes hajime your life will be empty if you don't care for other people he doesn't really say anything to that because it kind of hit i guess it hits home but he doesn't want it to show that it hits home have you not seen all these ladies i now have <laughs> <laughs> i care for my harem only i have a fucking dragon as well now he eventually, he agrees to help. He's like Rick. He's just fucking everything. Isn't yeah. He? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just without just, the Just the miss gun. the one with tits on its elbows and <laughs> the whole collection is complete. Uh, and a bird person. And a bird person. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. So the first thing Hajime does is he erects a huge wall. Go on. <laughs> it's the correct term. He erects a huge wall to protect the town. You could have said build a wall, but you went with erect. (laughs) He then sends all the women and children onto boats across the lake to save them, because obviously they're incapable of fighting. Give the kids guns. They've been playing Call of Duty for the last 10 years. Yeah. Great. (laughs) They know a thing or two. (laughs) You'll see them fucking slide canceling. (laughs) 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 Jump shotting. You can't be shooting. Zigzag, zigzag, they can't shoot you if you zigzag. See one of them get cornered. No, no, no. 1v1, Nuketown, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> to Chernobyl. No, no, no. Chuck's hey, down. Going to rage quit. No, no, no. Chuck's down guns. Chuck's down blowing ammo. Knife only. As they're, as they're waiting for the, the horde to come, the red-headed student takes this moment to go and say thank you to Hajime about him saving her in the labyrinth. Tio is also there. She tries to speak to him. He ignores her and she fucking loves it because she's a masochist. Eventually, she's we like, she, she asks to join him and he, he doesn't really re- respond. He's like, you can help in this fight. And she's like, once you see how good I am in this fight, you'll realize that you want me in your party. And then he gives a, gives a rousing speech to the villagers. Um, about, about the goddess of plenty. Yeah, so the teacher is the goddess of plenty. Um, and... Uh, he tells the villagers, you know, I'm her bodyguard. I'm going to, you know, I'm her sword. And shield. And mm. shield. The battle ensues. Uh, the first thing he does is he fires a massive rifle and takes out a lot of the flying monsters. Has a fucking minigun. This guy, here's the yep. minigun. We were talking about this in T- part one. Tio also has a magic ring that she's been given by Hajime to sort of increase her mana. But by the way, like, they don't do much, do they? Like, she runs no. out of mana very quickly. Yeah, there's I mean, a minigun. Have you played D&D as a mage? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Especially level one. Yeah. I've got two spells in me. That's it. <laughs> and one of them... do this once a day. <laughs> and then I need to nap for four hours. Magic missile, magic missile, magic missile. <laughs> Grease the floor. <laughs> there's miniguns, there's rocket launchers. Tio runs out of mana, like we said, takes a quick nap. That fucking massive fucking case he has for a minigun. Yeah. That thing is almost the size of him. We're not talking about the fucking air-to-missile thing he uses. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, buddy girl has a rocket launchers. Uh, Yui then nearly runs out of mana herself. I'm ground to air. Air-to-missile. Yeah, I got you. (laughs) Ground to air. 
missile. Eventually, Hajime's like, the only way we're going to win this is if we find the guy who's leading them all because it seems like the bigger monsters have been mind controlled and if we kill the boss they'll basically they'll break rank and they won't be as organized and they'll, they'll run away. just run off so him and Shea go into the fray looking for the boss he finds him pretty quickly he could have just done that ages takes, ago takes him out drags him like we go from night to day uh, and it's sunrise all of a sudden and he drags his classmate Shimizu and he's like, this is the guy that's caused all the problems. It's Shimizu. I found your student. And it turns out that he was met. He met a demon. And I think was he corrupted by one. He wasn't corrupted. He wanted to. Yeah. yeah. And he made a contract with the demon saying that he will kill the goddess of plenty because he gets bullied and he hates his classmates. So he's going to kill them all. And the, t- the teacher tries. She tries to be really nice. She's like this, you know. You can turn your life around, you know. I'm really sorry that you felt like you were being bullied. And This is why I wouldn't be a teacher, because if I was a teacher, I'd be like, no, cap him. He was going <laughs> to fucking kill me. <laughs> like, he was going to kill me. <laughs> fucking put, put that gun against his fucking temple now. In front, fuck it, give it to me. I'll do it. <laughs> the, te- the teacher gets too close, and eventually he <laughs> takes her hostage. This is today's lesson, seeing things through to the end. <laughs> And then shoots him a second time. Second lesson, double tap. (laughs) The teacher ends up getting taken hostage and he's got this big needle with poison on the end that he's going to stab into her. Just as... What? Comes from a monster, that needle. He rubbed that on a monster. He had to be so delicate with that needle. Imagine... (laughs) he That kid, he looks looks like he's fucking clumsy. He looks clumsy as shit. I wouldn't be surprised if he's accidentally pricked himself with it a couple of times already. <laughs> also, he's holding it from one he's, end. Well, There's nothing. I bet I spike it at the other end as if well. If he's pricked himself a couple of times with it, the only thing he's fucking passing on is AIDS. Well, she'll die eventually. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a slow and painful death. <laughs> Just as it all comes to That's a T, pure evil. <laughs> Shimizu gets shot, but not by. Hajime or anyone like that, he gets shot by a person f- on a like flying monster out in the distance. They shoot Hajime, they shoot Shimizu, and fly off. Now we do find out later on that they weren't aiming at Shimizu. The teacher ends up getting scratched by the poison needle, but it's okay because he's got holy water. He's got holy water, but the only way he's going to get that holy water into his teacher is by putting it in his mouth first and transferring over with a kiss. This is the most sheeny thing ever. This is. This man's a lifeguard for a living. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> no, 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 just to get my holy water. <laughs> it's the only way I can heal you. <laughs> only no, no, keep over. rubbing, keep rubbing. The holy water will come. <laughs> Hajime is then asked to heal Shimizu because he's got a massive fucking chunk blown out the side of him. And he's like, no. The teacher's begging him, and he's like, no. He tried to kill you twice. He is not going to learn his lesson. And he's shit at it as well, so just have him done. And she tries to beg him, and before she can say anything else, he shoots him and kills him. He asks him, are you my enemy? And he's like, no, 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 I'm not. not." He's like, I don't believe you. And he shoots him, kills him. This is the most in-character thing he does. And he leaves. And as he leaves, there's a small conversation in the car right at the end of the episode where Yui turns around and goes, that shot that killed, that hit Shimizu, that was meant for the teacher. That was meant for your teacher, wasn't it? And 
instead of her realising that and blaming herself for her student being shot, you protected her and killed him. And that's how it ends. And we go into episode 11. Episode 11 opens with an introduction to our newest character, Mew. Mew is a merfolk child. Mew is fucking annoying. Mew is the Yui. Yep, that's exactly what I thought. I literally thought the same fucking thing. I was like, this, I don't want this. Same traits, same voice. I'm afraid with all animes like this, you will get this. Like, tell me one way you haven't got this. You don't need a child in your harem. They do, though. They always have one. <laughs> they do, though. <laughs> they do. Don't know. You don't understand. <laughs> I want to be called Daddy. Why, why am I Michael Caine? Why am I Michael Caine? <laughs> My name is Daddy. Papa. Papa Jim. <laughs> so Mew has been, clearly been captured. Uh, by some sort of organisation. And that's throw, what we see for a Pokemon. <laughs> Wiggle three times. <laughs> Team Rocket. <laughs> Team Magma. Mistaken for a Pokemon. <laughs> we jump to the, the group and we see that Tio is now a member of the group. Um, she's been given her own rank plate, joined the party as part of the Adventurers Guild. Then they go out for a little stroll through the town. And Hajime, um, that evening, out it's of the window. N- well, no, not yet. They're in the room that evening and Hajime looks out the window and he sees some sus people out of the window and he's like, hmm, there's some bad goings on in this town. There's Why some is sus it always people bad going on? Where <laughs> Why does he happen go? to be looking at the exact right alleyway that the deal is going down in? Maybe he just goes to seedy places. <laughs> we get then a flashback from Tio uh, about her whole like village and family was slaughtered. Um we don't really know why. They, because they sided with the Liberators. The dragon people sided with the Liberators and tried to kill the gods and paid the price. How did they not win? They had fucking dragons on their side. Because dragons aren't gods? A god. Nah. And if you think, the Liberators, in like, they each had unique abilities. But now the person who defeats these dungeons is going to be a person who contains all of the abilities in one person, so... And become a god. Essentially, yeah. That's Morgoth, then. Morgoth? Morgoth. Through all the oh, rings. well, a reference I'm not familiar with. Sure. All the gods have different uh, things, like wind, fire, earth, stuff like that. <laughs> but this guy, basically... The god of wind. <laughs> <laughs> Feel my power! fucking goes, Morgoth again! <laughs> <laughs> the, god, the god of wind is definitely Lee. <laughs> it's very true. The god of Earth is definitely Sheeny. (laughs) That man can make a mountain out of a molehill anytime. (laughs) We also see Mio's father, uh, just before he dies, he tells her that um, she is to live on because one day a person shall rise up and fight the gods and she will stand at their side. And then we see that Tio is grown up and she says good... Well, I thought the dragon folk were wiped out, but then who does she say goodbye to? Because they look like more dragon folk. That's like they are more dragon folk. Yeah, they are so like the last dragon folk. Also, they felt it in their jellies that something had happened. How did they know that what she was going should venture on? forward? Because somebody is about. No, feel it in their jellies. This before. is literally the moment just before she then flies out and then gets mind controlled. So it's a very small time window. Cut to Hajime the next day. He's on a date with Shia. Uh, they. Uh, Go around, they have a good time, and then they go to the aquarium. And we see the fish face dude ah, again in the aquarium. Rocky fish face is back. 
we also find out that they were the reason that he was caught as well. And because, it talks. Yeah, he chats away to him. I liked this bit where he's like, I'm a demon fish, but oh my God, your story is so sad. <laughs> and he also tells him that there's a there's a mer girl down in the sewers that needs help because she's been captured. Nah. <laughs> nah. Are you not... Does that not pique your interest, a nah. mer girl? Nah. nah. No? No. Why? Nah. <laughs> Why? She'll need a tank wherever I take her. Inconvenience is the first thing that crosses my mind. If I save her, I've got to keep her wet. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> what? You knew what you were doing, I knew man. what I was doing. Let the fish with face look after her. <laughs> yeah, just drop him in the same the fu- tank. <laughs> well, no, he... he says to the guy in the fish tank he's like hey do you want me to get you out of there? yes because they're the reason he got in there yeah and he's like uh yeah please dude <laughs> and, and then, then he drops him in a moat <laughs> in a moat hey you're free Ish. to swim around in the same fucking place <laughs> in a fucking circle enjoy your circle bar <laughs> freedom ish <laughs> This is my life now. <laughs> I swim round and round and talk to people as they come into the it's sea. It's the NASCAR of fish. And what's going to stop the person who owns the aquarium going, fishing it out again? Fishing out again. This was the biggest fuck you like to that fish. Ten years later, he goes back to the aquarium, he's back in there again. What the fuck? You it's put me in a fucking moat, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> the, the name's been crossed out and it's just got Rocky 2 in it now. <laughs> so... Hajime goes, I guess, looking for this mer girl because he walks around and then he stops in one spot and he's like, I sense a person below me. When he gets who is in trouble. When did he get the ability to sense people? I, uh, I guess it's part of his magic plot. eye. I, I don't think know. it's the beast sense. Plot. Is it beast sense? I don't know. Plot. I think this was had beast sense. It's plot sense. We cut to we cut to Mio and Yui who were out on their own little day out. Uh, Mio says to Yui, aren't you worried about Shea going out with Hajime? And y- Yui's like, no, and I like Shea, and she says, she gives a little bit of a speech of why Shea is so inspirational. And But then she turns around and she goes, but I'll always be his number one. I'll always be special to him in a way that nobody else will. So I'm not threatened by any other female. <laughs> Very easily, Hajime finds Mew. Um, literally, like, cut scene, and he's already, like, saved her. He's already got her in his arms. And we cut, we see the slavers uh, who find out the Mew's missing. They're really pissed off. They take Mew to a little water mill building uh, where they look after her. She gets bathed and fed and clothed. And then they're like, what should we do with Mew? Hajime comes up with the idea. He's like, I can't have a child travel with me. We'll give her to the town guard. They'll look after her. Sensible. That is the most sensible thing he does. He's and like, that's what no. he does. I mean, Mew has the habit of calling him Big Brother. That transforms him to, into worse later on. So he takes he takes her to the town guard, hands her over. She's upset about it, but he's like, this is the right thing to do. I can't have a child travel around. Where we go, what we do is dangerous. He gets down the road and then there's a massive explosion. And he's like, that's come from where I dropped Mew off. He gets there and there's a note that survived the explosion and the note says, we've taken the mer girl. Give us the bunny girl or we'll kill the mer girl. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about it for a whole set. No. No. <laughs> keep the mer child. Keep the mer child. I'll keep the one that wants to hop on. 
So he goes on a rampage. He goes around looking for the guys that have kidnapped Mew. Um, he bumps into you, Yui and Mio on the way and they get pulled into the search. Well, I like this because uh, they smash a guy through the wall and they're like, oh, hi. How's oh, it going? <laughs> we've decided that we're going to just take down every bad guy in the city. Yeah, they take down every gang in the city. There's a montage of them just beating gang members up. It cuts to a auction room and we see Mew is in a giant glass fish tank and she's being presented for sale on stage. It's not long before Hajime he turns up. It's very easy for him. Takes out all the bad guys, saves Mew again, flies off into the air. I thought he teleported, but I'm not sure. No, he just leaps really fucking high, doesn't he? What, through the fucking floor? Through the ceiling, I'm pretty sure. Through the Leaps really high through the floor. Depends well, it's on underground. It's underground, isn't it? I mean, it's still a ceiling. No, I thought he was underground. That's still a ceiling. Yeah, true, but yeah. like... Depends on your perspective. Yeah, if you're so. above him, then he's leaping through the floor. And uh, then she takes to calling him dad. <laughs> Big brother, papa. Daddy. <laughs> and he's like, no, you can go back to Big <laughs> Brother. And she's like, no, daddy. <laughs> it gets the best reaction. <laughs> and we go into episode 12. You could imagine my reaction if I'd been called that. <laughs> Get in the moat with the fish. <laughs> It's your responsibility. <laughs> Episode 12 opens with the Hummer and the bike. They're out on the road. Um, Shay is on the bike, flashing everyone in front of mm-hmm, uh, behind mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm, go on. Which mm-hmm. pisses Hajime mm-hmm, off, mm-hmm. by the way. Why does he get pissed off at this? Because she sticks her ass in the air. I don't know. And he likes it. He gets pissed off about it. <laughs> God damn it, woman. I cannot drive with this big of an erection. <laughs> <laughs> it's touching the wheel. It's like a wheel lock. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> That's cruise control right there. Uh, <laughs> they end up going to this like outpost town. Um, it happens to be the town that has the entrance to the dungeon that he originally was in. Uh, it's been four months since he fell. That's it. I th- I as soon as I heard it, it had only been four months. I was like, really? Yeah. Now Fucking that, four months. That surprised me that it had only been four months, considering he spent what was it over a month in the bottom. Two months in yeah, the bottom. Two months. Yeah, they should have extended that a bit longer. Like four months a year. is ridiculous. A year. Yeah, it should have been like a year. He goes to the guild in this town because he's taken on a quest to deliver a, a letter. Um, he didn't know that it was a letter of introduction to the guy. Because this guy's got a problem that he needs somebody to deal with. They're sitting there talking to the guild guy and then in walks one of his classmates, Endo. He's like the ninja guy. And he runs in, falls to the floor and he's like, there's a demon in the labyrinth. Everyone's in danger. You've got to do something. There's a troll in the dungeon. <laughs> I love the fact that you went with ninja guy when we're all D&D players. He's a rogue. He's a rogue. You went with ninja guy. He's a ninja. Also, how did they not see him, like, fucking get in there? What? Into the actual building. big rainbow shimmery fucking thing. Yeah. (laughs) Turns out, classmates down in the dungeon have been ambushed by a demon. A pirate demon. She's got parrot on her shoulder. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And assets. I like this demon. right now? I like this demon. It was cool. Why did you like this demon? Because she's hot. No, actually, I just (laughs) like the fact that... What, she had a parrot? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. An healing. unnecessary parrot that could summon cats and No, stab it was people. a healing a parrot. parrot. Yeah. It like, it's literally, the it's literally the same as the fucking Hydra. It's the same concept. I kind of like this 
demon though because it had tits. more to it than a normal demon. Let's keep the outfit. Bigger tits. <laughs> yeah. No, it had more to it than a normal demon because it was like really you, know, big you guys tits. are oh you guys are the heroes that we've heard so much about. Well, she first she offers them to join her. Exactly. She's literally like don't fight me. It's not worth it. Just come and join me. Fun over this side. She's a Sith Lord. And then you got old fucking Paladin over here. No, I'm too holy to join you. Paladins, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he basically speaks for the rest of the group and says no and tries to attack (laughs) you. In the most Paladin y way ever. But I want I want the guy up back that's just like uh, that guy doesn't speak for me. What is it with magic turtles? Yeah, <laughs> this one's yeah. got a fucking hat. It's <laughs> got a pope hat. It's got a pope hat. It's got a pope hat. It's a religious turtle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Our Lord and Savior shell. Uh, yeah, so there's a magic. <laughs> There's a magic pope turtle. When you kill it, you get its bag of gold. (laughs) There's a magic pope turtle. I just want the hat. (laughs) Turns out, like, every time they strike down one of her monsters that she can summon, like, the parrot on her shoulder heals him. So they're struggling. We cut back to Endo again. He's trying to convince Hajime to go and help the rest of his classmates. She's playing with them down in the dungeon. She is, yeah. She does have the advantage up until the point that we cut back and we see that hero guy, paladin guy, goes into overdrive. It's called overdrive. Uh, which That's you the most paladin move. Overdrive. <laughs> Not righteous overdrive. <laughs> he gets the better of her, gets the blade to her throat, but because he's a paladin and he's a good guy, he can't kill her. That necklace bit where it falls off as he beats her. Yeah. He's about to kill her, and then her necklace falls off, and it shows a photo of her with her boyfriend. Or with her whatever, boyfriend. With, like, She's got a family. She has her own family, and then all of a sudden the guy's like, oh, geez. La Familia. La Familia. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Dom comes in, takes the paladin out. Devil Dom. <laughs> you don't turn your back. Not wrong. You don't turn your back. Riding on, on the back of a Pope turtle, Dom comes in. <laughs> you don't turn your back on family. <laughs> Do you know how many times we've brought up La Familia? (laughs) But it's enough to save her life because he won't strike her down. And uh, the cat demons that appear out of nowhere with that weird fucking meow sound. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. Could you imagine if that was it? They actually stab poor old Suzu. Don't they kill her? Well, I thought they did, but they don't. But they stab her and you think she's dead because she starts petrified. the petrifying process takes over. I guess That's she was afraid. They're Medusa cats. Medusa cats. <laughs> we see them send Endo off. Endo first reaches the captain and asks the captain for help. They're then ambushed. So he... Basically, Endo makes his way all the way up to the top again to find the, the guy who runs the guild because the captain gets ambushed as well. And the demons have been following Endo the whole way through the dungeon. Was it Griffin? Uh, no, it's... Oh, fuck. What's the name? It's called a manticore. That's the one. Um, yeah, so there is a manticore there as well. Um, if you don't know what that is, Google it. It's got, like, snake tail and, yeah, claws. Of it's bird. a lion crossed with a bird. It's got about bird. four or five different animals. Yeah. It's got, yeah. Fucks them up massively, doesn't yes. it? So eventually we see that Endo makes it to the surface and that's where the episode sort of opened with. They get a second offer to join the demons. She's like, you clearly see that you can't beat me. 
Um, I've proven that now. I've even stabbed and killed and basically killed one of your classmates. Just come and join me. Enough's enough. <laughs> Doesn't Captain Mill turn up and he's killed as well? He does. He turns up and then gets fucking skewered. Yep. Um, Again. Two of the members of the class, the guy who tried to kill Hajime originally. Makes and sense. the geek girl, the glasses, who's just terrified. They both turn around and go, doesn't it just make sense if we just join them? And the paladin's like, no. Self-righteousness intensifies. <laughs> overdrive. And they're like, you can't go into overdrive again. It'll kill you. Your body can't take it. Me, 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 me. That's the most paladin thing ever. Me, 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 me. Don't tell me what I can't do. We cut back up and we see that Hajime has agreed to, to help. It jumps back to the dungeon again. Everyone's been taken out apart from Shizuku, the samurai girl. Samurai, yeah. So she's the last one left, but eventually she gets beaten as well. Her sword breaks, doesn't uh, it? Then enters a classmate carrying the body of Suzu, and Suzu's like, I'm okay. Literally, she was half petrified, stabbed through the fucking heart, and now she's apparently she's okay. She's fine. O- okay enough to form a she's shield around her. It is. How did those cats get in there? Under the floor. That was Holy like a, Land. Under the ground. I don't know. It's on the floor, though. The bubble. No, I thought it went round the floor. They just, uh, it makes a pattern on the floor. The floor lights up as well. Oh, yeah, it does. She, she literally says when she's casting it, make this ground holy. Yeah. But the cats get in. But the cats get in. Yeah, don't worry about it. Fucking cats. Just yeah. as they're about That's to die. <laughs> they're holy. Cats are holy. There you just go. as they're about to die, Hajime arrives just in time. And the episode ends with Kaori recognizing him and we go into episode 13 the last one episode 13 opens with hajime he's running through the dungeon he's like ah it's gonna take me too long to just go floor by floor and then he uses his spidey sense and goes "Mm, this no no he doesn't mew sniffs it out asks mew mew she sniffs and he's she's like here i'll do and he's like good i'll drill straight through the floor so he uses his special drill machine Mm -hmm. and drills through the floor how is this? And the rest real? of the group all jumped down the hole as well. This was fucking perfect timing because he yes. fucking skewers the two monsters that are remaining as well with yes. this fucking drill bit. And then he stands there and he says to the demon, this is your only chance I'm giving you. Leave now. Demon doesn't listen. She thinks that he's nobody and she summons all her monsters to attack him and he literally can take them out before they appear because his magic eye senses when the portals are opening. Well... She tries to sneak attack him from the side, and all he does is just stretch out his hand and fucking crush one yep. through the fucking Because he can sense where they're going to appear. And he was like, what's this fucking shitty magic that you've got here? <laughs> That's what he says. He's like, and what is this shit? Dur- during the battle that he has with her, he, without her knowing, he kills her parrot. Oh, no, it's an no, ex-parrot. We're all going to miss it. <laughs> Polly! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Polly! <laughs> This is deceased. It's no more. <laughs> it's just sleeping. He's got to go to Bolton <laughs> to get a new one. The Upon seeing Hajime, we see the red-headed guy that tried to kill him right at the start. He shits himself because he's like, he doesn't believe it. He's like, that can't be Hajime. He's dead. That's This is some other guy. This can't be him. It can't be him. I made sure. I fucking killed him earlier. The demon... Seeing that, that she's bitch. The, the demon, seeing that she's been defeated, tries to run away, and Hajime is like, "No, no, no! You've had your chance!" And he shoots her leg out. 
Well, he's like, first of all, before I kill you, because I'm going to kill you. <laughs> That's what basically what he well, says. I'm going to kill you. But before we get well, to she that won't, point, she won't talk. So he shoots her legs out. <laughs> he knee, he caps her. He knee yeah. caps her Scaps in both her. knees, and he says, "You've got an ability to summon monsters." The only way you would have got that ability is if you cleared a labyrinth yourself. So the demons have cleared a labyrinth. That's what he works out. And he says, like, and whoever cleared that labyrinth has given you the ability to summon monsters because you wouldn't have cleared it yourself. So he just, he like, puts two and two together. And he asks her, he's like, who's pulling the strings? Who do you work for? And she she doesn't answer. She just goes... My lover will find you and kill you. I love how fucking sassy he is with this bit where he's like, well, if he's as fucking weak as you are, you're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) And the paladin is like, Hajime, you don't have to kill her. Don't do it. Don't do it. And he just shoots her. Straight ahead. As you should. And the paladin gets pissed off. Me, 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 me. Fucking (laughs) self-righteousness intensifies again. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out Captain Meld's okay. Holy water, bitch. Yeah, the so holy water it. and the healing power of Kauri and the rest of the group, Yui and all that, they've all used it. And I like Captain Meld. I like Captain Meld. He's your standard, like, Captain guy, you know. Holier than thou. I love him. He's great. He survives, so he's okay. Cut to Kauri. She runs over to Hajime. We get the first interaction between them, the one that I guess it kind of wanted to build to. Um, she, she cries. She says sorry that she couldn't save him, even though she promised she could. We see the other girls, they get a bit jealous about this interaction between Kaori and Hajime. While the samurai girl's like, fucking hug her, fucking actually yeah. comfort her. And she she says that she missed him, and he doesn't really know how to react. At this because point. he actually didn't miss her either. He, he I, didn't really go to find her. I don't really know. It's very hard to say what their relationship is and what it's going to form to be. Cause well, it does even, later. Even well, even watching the second season because their their relationship specifically grows in season two, uh, Kauri and Hajime, but it doesn't amount to anything yet. Well, and at the end of this episode, in. at the end of this episode, we get a conversation where we do. She blooming does what? Well, she pronounces, doesn't she? Yeah. So, well, yeah. On their way out of the dungeon the paladin tries to have a go at Hajime for killing the demon and he just puts him in his place and says that he was... The only reason you didn't do it is because you're too weak. Well, he he says to him, he's like, look, don't put the anger of you not being able to kill her onto me just because I could fucking kill her. Uh, They exit the dungeon and as they exit the dungeon, there's a massive force gathered outside. Uh, The guild leader had gathered an army because he didn't know if they were going to win or not. So he was like, I, just as a precaution, I sort of got this together. But didn't you won, so yay! <laughs> <laughs> and as Hajime goes to walk off, Kaori turns to Shizuku and goes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! She's going to sacrifice herself! <laughs> oh no, don't do it! fuck's sake. <laughs> you set it up, I'm going to knock him down. She goes to Hajime and she says... I'm coming with you. I'm joining your party. And she she says like that she's in love with him. And Yui confronts her, steps in front of her and goes, I don't think you are. And Kauri goes, I have been in love with him before you were even in love with him. And I guarantee that I love him more than you do. And Yui goes, okay, I accept your challenge. 
Yeah, but we also get from him, he says, I'm sorry, but I can't reciprocate your yeah, feelings. He does he, do, he does speak up and say that he doesn't share her feelings and that he he only loves Yui. Fair. And she goes, that's fine. One day you'll love me too. I will worm my way in there. <laughs> that's how that works. <laughs> do you know what? I actually like this, though? Because do you know how many times we get it from a harem where it's like oh. he, they leave it up in the air all the time? You requested the voice actor for Cowrie. I did yeah. write it down in the end. It was Skylar McIntosh. Skylar McIntosh was the magician girl in Keijo, <laughs> the one with the greased up boobies that blinded people. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's... I thought you were going to say the one with the sword in the bum. <laughs> <laughs> We've already seen a spear there today. There can't be a voice actor for that because the season two wasn't done. <laughs> Did we get a voice actor for the sword in the bum? <laughs> Just the sword. <laughs> it's got his own voice. <laughs> so it's a sword from Roger Rabbit. Just pull it out and start yeah. singing. <laughs> Sing only you. <laughs> it's a shit job, but it pays a bit. <laughs> No, don't put me back in the sheath. <laughs> I've been living in a hole. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Where am I? What fucking year? What year is it? What year is it? <laughs> right. He, Hajime, ends up accepting Kaori into the party. Shizuku, she says her goodbyes to Kaori. Um, and then there's a moment right at the end of the episode where Shizuku has a one-on-one with Hajime. And... She tries to return the sword that he gave her and he's like, no, no, I made this for you. You use it. You protect yourself with it. And everyone's watching in the background. They're like, hmm, she's the one that we've all got to watch out for, really. That's the, as a hint to perhaps Shizuku wants to be part of this harem as well. And she wa- Hajime leaves and Paladin Guy runs over to Shizuku and he's like, don't tell me you're leaving as well. And she's, she literally just goes, I might do one day. And the episode ends with them all setting off. So we've come to the end of Arafrita, Arafruta. World's Strongest. World's Strongest. How did we feel? It dropped off after six. Dungeon part, fucking cool. Everything after the dungeon part, eh, not bad. The, just the, not the quest good. of beating dungeons is good. It's a yeah. good concept. Um, I, I think it loses itself with him for some reason starting picking up guild jobs and shit. Yeah. Goes to Harim. Yeah. I wanted me. him to find another dungeon and redo it goes to, It goes to Izakai. Yeah. To where he's joining a guild and he's taking on quests. And I thought, no, you're, you're going down that the, trope of Izakai. After episode six, it's side quest heaven. Yeah. There's a lot of side That's quests. That's what it is. Yeah. And I don't want it. I well, don't want it. I, I, I found, don't mind him picking up the dragon. I found that lab weird. With the traps in it. Yeah. And the, yeah. Cube, the cube room and everything. I thought that was a bit and odd. it was a non-episode. Yeah. It really... He, he just beats a dungeon in one go. You walk away and, with nothing in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 get... like, I like the dragon. I like Tio. That, <laughs> that, yeah. that was a funny episode. That that's funny an episode that we like. Tio is a good character. Good. Yeah. Her, her mass... Well, being a masochist is funny and, and she holds that well throughout. Yeah. Um, but... Mew just... I hate nope. whenever they bring a young character like fucking that in. Hate but they just did the same thing they did with fucking Sword Art. Mm-hmm. Why did they yeah. need to bring this character it, uh, in? Why do they need this kind of family element? I why do they need it? don't know. To make to make him more more appealing to the rest of his fucking harem that already are in love with him. Oh, but yeah, he's got father all instincts. all of them are like, oh, I want a baby. I want a baby. I want yeah. a baby. No, fuck off. That's what Yui says, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. You need to be careful. Dom Toretto is at the window. 
you don't turn your back on family. <laughs> I just, yeah, they didn't need Mew. And uh, it only gets more... I've seen season two. Mew gets only more frustrating. Um, That's disappointing. Because I can tell you what I like about this series, right? My favourite parts are the parts where he is the anti-hero and he's dark. Yeah. My, my favourite bits about this is the bits where... You know, the teacher's like, oh, season, season uh, two spare will the guy further because he it's more guild quests and yeah. also no, there's I'm, fucking submarines no, I agree. and shit. I like the fact that he's a fucking laser-pointed missile. Yeah, where it should, it, like it, this guy it should have stuck me. to him yeah. saying, I don't want to do any of this shit. I want to go and tackle these dungeons because I want to go home. Yeah. You That's know, it. Have him bump into the fucking guy that did it, but don't make it this fucking big story arc fucking piece that... It's I don't three mind him. Episodes long. I don't mind Make him. Make it an episode. I want him to on the him. way to another dungeon, just because he bumped into him. I want him. I, honestly, the way I want that to finish, I know it probably won't finish like this. Is that he bumps into him and he goes, "I know what you did, but you failed to kill me, but I won't fail to kill you." And then just finishes him. Yeah, and he's like, "Right, there we go." Yeah, right, just, that's um, dealt with that side. On the way to another dungeon. They yeah. could have been more creative with how he was reunited with the class. Yes, they yeah. should have been. There and should have been feel, something really clever done. I feel like there should have been a lot of tension there. More tension than what there was. Because I feel like he should have just killed that guy. And then the rest of the class are like, fuck, we got to stop this guy. And all of well, a sudden... They not know who he was. They n- don't recognise him. No, no, I want them to recognise him and be like, fuck, this guy's evil. And he's like, no, no, I'm not evil. I just don't want to fucking be here anymore. Yeah, and you know, they, his class then have a problem. Do we want to go home or do we want to be good people? I no, I feel like And he tells them about the gods and they're yeah. like, fuck, no, you're no. telling us we've got to fight gods now. Oh or? no, I don't want him to tell him. I want them to get on the wrong side of it. Right. Okay. I want well, them to be fighting enemies. the go- uh, fighting for the gods. Okay. And like he's like, No, no, I'm I'm with these guys. These guys are the good guys. Yeah. The Mavericks. Yeah. So I want the I always wanted the class to fall on the wrong side of it. And then right at the end they realise, oh fuck, we're on the wrong side of it, and then they do that flip. And change. You knew you knew Kauri was going to join the harem. Um, that was, uh, but it's a that's good, disappointing. It's, it's, yeah, but it's good that they left it right till the end, and they didn't like he didn't amass his harem super fast. That's fine. Do you know what this reminds me of? You'll get this one, uh, Rising of the Shield Hero. Yes, because the fact that he's an anti-hero in that, and he is basically like, nah, fuck, fuck the rest of you. Because he's screwed over, like this guy. It's the same concept. I, I'm more frustrated with Rising of the Shield Hero than I am with that because yeah. of the fact that it... How frust- it's done. Oh, yeah. no, it just frustrates me. Yeah, yeah. You you understand the fact that I have so much pent-up anger for that guy yeah, yeah, because yeah. of what happens to him. But the, in this, it gets released every so often, and I'm like, yeah, good. You get yeah. what I mean? You get that payoff. Well, he I has like that, the he payoff. He has that brutalness. He, yeah. killed, he shot his classmate dead. You know, he shot that demon woman dead. Yeah. You know, he he's capable he of doing it. He just doesn't take shit. Yeah. yeah and I absolutely. like that about the character. Yeah. It's what they force the character to do that is, in my eyes, not the character we had at the end of episode six. It is just a side quest. When he get, yeah, when he gets out of the dungeon, what he became is not what he is in the for dungeon, those for yeah. the next seven I, I, episodes. I guess that's because he's then reintroduced to the, the teacher and, and, and but the it, classmates it, and that, that's going to arise the that, old him But again. none of it is natural. Like him going, it, the writing in the first six episodes of him going from this, oh, I'll save you to, oh, fuck everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I've got to do is fucking and now live we'll and go back. home. You know what they tried to do? They tried to have it so no matter how much he tried to be an asshole, he had to cooperate and help. 
to to go home, he has to still cooperate. Yeah, that's what they're help. trying to do. They're that's what they've to, tried. They're trying but they've to done meld it the two poorly. parts together, saying, "But I don't want to do that." But they've done it poorly, yeah, and that's I want what I'm him about. to go to each dungeon and have a new challenge. Yeah, and you know, a dungeon can be a season, half a, good, a, half good, a season, a good, and then. Well, it was. Yeah, it, it was half a season near enough that dungeon, you know, and then and then all of a sudden home. we've done one dungeon in one episode, and yeah. then we've gone back to the original dungeon to save our classmates for it, two episodes. Just the character is unbalanced. It's like two writers are writing him and they can't agree, so they mm. get episodes each. Yeah, it seems like that. It seems like you've got two writers for every episode, and one of them's trying to tell one story and one of them's yeah. trying to tell the other. Like you get personality. Yeah. yeah, you get the sometimes that yeah he's he's the same guy that we knew from the dungeon where he's like no I am brutal, and then you get the other part where he's like oh no I'll save you time. I'll, I'll I'll help you. I would have preferred I'll adopt this fucking Murgirl. That's out of character. It would have been different if it was like I have to get through the horde that's attacking the town to get to the dungeon. That yeah, I need to get yeah. To. Oh, this dungeon's underneath like, this town. I've got no choice but to deal with this horde. Yeah, yeah. Whereas put, put the dungeon you know, under that would have made more sense to the character trait, where it's like I've got no choice, I've got to, and then they all go, well, "You've saved us," and he's like, "I didn't do it for you." Yeah, like you would literally. It was just a happy coincidence that you're where I need to be. That's it. Yeah, that would have been much that's, better. That's the character that came out of the dungeon right there. That's what we need. We needed more of, I don't give a shit about this world. I don't give a shit about what happens yeah, to the people in it. I'm helping you because our fucking goals line up right now. Yep. Even killing that's his classmate, it. it should have been him dragging the classmate over, putting him in front of the teacher, gun against his head, and then gone, are you going to change? Yeah, of course yeah. I will. Yeah, yeah, bang. Yeah. <laughs> Straight, done. End, and then just walk off. Yeah. Well, more of the teacher going, "What? Why? Why did you well, do yeah. that?" And he goes, "He was he lying. lied, and that's it." And then he just fucks off to the dungeon that he was looking for. That's it. That's what that's he the character to be. I want. Yeah, that's, that's what the he character to be. I want. And that's the, gar- uh, the character. They tried to from cross the first. us. They tried to make it yeah. like he had to save this person to get to it where he needed to go. Never felt natural though. They no, always forced it as some sort he of went, side quest. When he went to go and say, when he goes to go and save his classmates, he go- he ends up at this fucking town again. Because he's got a letter of introduction that he was asked to deliver to the fucking guild leader. Why? The, the character that What's came out of that, that dungeon about? is not delivering a letter for fucking anyone. It's yeah. literally a letter That's of introduction. Happening. What for? What for? What's he want a letter of introduction for? Yeah. In the town that he's already come defeated the dungeon in anyway. In what a town he could fucking make? take over in a day. It's the pointless. only thing that works for the fact that he finds a dragon... That works because he gets that request from the guild leader and he's like, no, I want all this shit from you. Yes, yeah, that's fine. That works. That worked. I have to go yeah. and find this noble kid that I have no cares about whatsoever because, you know, I'm going to get better yeah, out of it. the dragon I episode I liked. It was a good episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a good episode. It is. You know, yeah. it, no, it was t- true to the character that I got to know in the dungeon. Yeah. That evolution from good kid to survival he, Yeah, and when he slaps around the noble guy because yeah. he cries about being That's alive. That's the same character. And That's even fine. the fact that he's going to kill the dragon. Yeah, he's doing it because it's he needs to. It's not because he's doing good. Yeah. He has to do it because he's getting something from yeah. it. Yep. And the, the whole Mew thing could have been skipped Get rid, completely. Get rid of it. That was Get just introducing another character to his harem. Didn't need it. Do you know what would have been good? Rising of the Shield heels hero style, the fact that he has a slave girl, doesn't he? I mean, in Rising? They, they could have done it again though, but you just no, no, I, I get, no, get rid of Mew and yeah. that. I'm just on about the fact that they're in this place and they try to take the bunny girl. I don't think it needs another girl. I really don't. No, you've it got, doesn't. You've got the adult one, you've got yeah. the busty one, and you've got the one that's yeah. supposed to be the small 
looking No, like but if they're going to have that one. episode, have a, them go and put putting Cowrie in there as well. Dragon, yeah. bunny, Cowrie, vampire, done. Yeah. You don't need another one. No. But I'm on about, like, if they're going to go with that episode, the way I would do it is they've gone out and he's out on that date with the bunny girl and then he turns around and she's gone. And she's been taken by these slavers, and then he bursts in. It's just what a happy coincidence that he saves Mew at the same time. No, 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 you no, can have no, Mew, but just have no. him leave her behind at the get end. Get rid, get yeah. rid he of Mew. He saves her and then goes, I'm still not taking a child with me. Get rid of See Mew. You, later. you don't need Mew. All you need is him saving the bunny girl and going, Right, well, I'm going to fuck all of you then. Yeah, and destroying you. You took one of my party members, you're fucked. So you, we just needed him darker and more goal focused yeah. on what he was originally. The goal focusing is what needed to happen. Yeah. It's just, Everything that he target. does should have led to his end goal. It's like but it the doesn't. fucking writer wanted him to be a magpie. So, ooh, ooh, shiny. Yeah. Ooh, shiny. Yeah. Ooh, shiny. No, pack it in. Uh, it's more like, hey, he's still a good guy, guys. Yeah. He's still a good guy. I don't want him guy. to be a good guy. I don't guy. want him to be a good like, guy. I don't care. He's an he's anti-hero. A good guy. Yeah, I just don't care. I'm, I'm happy I wanted with the him. Wolverine type. I want Overlord. I'm just, I'm happy with him saving people on the side if it happens to cross his path yep. yeah that's it you know if it's a quick job one shot done out yeah. i want the overlord that we had yeah you, you've seen overlord with the fact that literally he'll save people if it suits his goals but if it don't suit his goals he'll he'll kill a town fuck yeah. it it's just right. yeah they should have stuck to that 100 percent. the first six episodes were phenomenal great fantastic and, um, even episode with the dragon is good Brilliant. Uh, you, then you ruined it with Mew, and then yeah. him going back to save his classmates for no reason whatsoever. Like, yeah. I d- yes, you were going to always get the cowrie introduction again. They had to fuse that in somewhere, but they could have done it so better. much better when he but crossed But even if he saves him. his classmates, I kind of get it. Does that kind of, you know... I don't mind him saving his classmates. That's fine, he, but do it in a better way. Wants, if he wants to get them out, and it's like, well, I suppose, you know, when I leave, I'll fucking just take you with me if you survive that long, yeah. but I'm not fucking helping They you should anymore. have been in a new dungeon then. Yeah. That he was already, ha- ha- like, fighting himself, and they just happened to be trapped on one of the floors yeah. that he comes across. Do you, know I would find, do you know what I would find even better? If they're going to go with the demon style, and he... Uh, the only reason he goes down is to save Cowrie. Take her... Yeah, and literally kills the demon, and he's like, "Cool." She promised to always look after me, and I promised to always look after her before yep. I fell. And you know, it's not her fault that I fell, so I'm still obligated to help her. That's it. Yep. Saves her and her alone, and f- fuck everybody else. Yep. Maybe Captain Mel, even as the well. paladin. I'd love to have seen like the paladin try and speak up, and he just shoots him in the leg. Oh yeah, and just puts yeah. the fucking paladin down and goes, "Don't talk to me. I don't need your righteous fucking attitude." We're not friends. We're not even. Yeah, we're, stu- not friends, we're not people you know. that I even want to talk to. The, well, the whole speech that he does, where he's yeah. like, "I'm not going to come back and be yeah. happy and play all nice yeah. with you guys." No, actually, he can still do that. He can still show that that kind of I'm good. I'm just goal orientated. Just say, "No, you came back for me once, so I'm coming back for you once." We promised each now other. Now fuck off. Yeah, we promised each other we'd save each other. That's all he's got to say yeah. to Cowrie. These lot just happen to be with you. Yeah. Oh, that's and it. also, that's just it. so you know, bang, that's the one that tried to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Just done. Call him out. Just kill him. Or, or even just, just don't have him. him explain it at all. Just kills the guy and fucking leaves. Yeah. And they're all like, he's just Cool shot. guys don't look at explosions. <laughs> well. yeah. Fucking leave him on the floor in a heap and you walking off. Fucking done. No, just have it explained of, that's the guy that just tried to kill me. Yeah. Wondering why I fell, just pulls him over. This is yeah. why I fell. Yeah. Done. Just Deal throw him it. over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your turn. Yeah. Or just have the, the portals yeah. that he just stole off that fucking oh, demon. No, no, no. No, throwing him no, off, throwing him off is better. <laughs> you do what I did. 
Yeah. Go survive. Let's see if you can do what I did. That's even better. And like they're walking, the which yeah, is hard because he just played the bad guy for the finale. Yeah, no, equal. walking back, like even walking back over the bridge. Oh, this is where I died. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah. Why did you do that? Just returning, returning the favor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. Done. That would have been good. Oh, that would have been. That would have been so much better and than there the is ending your, we your got. End goal. Yeah. yeah. The only way that guy actually makes it out of the dungeon is he makes a deal with one of the demons. Yeah, but he gets powers through making deals with demons, yeah. not because he earned it, yeah. which makes him less than powerful. Yeah. Less yeah. powerful. So the one we want to win still fucking wins, yeah. and there's a good reason why he does. That's it. Why don't we just write shows? <laughs> <'Cause that's, laughs> like, that was so much better. Because we fix them and that's what we oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> we try to do. Yeah. What, what we should do is we should get emails from people who make shows. Yeah. Like, can you just proof watch this for us, please? Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be cool. Any tips? <laughs> yeah. So, should we give it a rating? I think I'm going to go first on this time to rate it. This was your show to pick. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm going to give it a 7.5. Um, get the calculator out. Get the quackulator out. I've watched Got this on. twice now. Uh, actually, three times now, that would be. Um, yeah, it's about my third watch. As you, The thing is, right, first time you watch it, you're like, oh, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Second time you watch it, you're like, oh, this is good. But we do this to every show. But when this we is pick the problem, apart, yeah. Our ratings go from, oh, I really enjoyed it when I watched it, and I'll give that a nine. Yeah. And then you pick it apart, and you're like, oh, actually, you know what? There's a lot of flaws yeah. in this, This really. is the problem, because I sat here... Last week, when we first heard the ratings from other show, uh, from anime critics and stuff like that, and you were saying <laughs> they were they were low, they were they, low, originally. they were only about six point five. But yeah. I'm still I'm still above that. Like I was disappointed at the drop off that it does, yeah. but it wasn't such a serious drop off that I was like, oh, no, nah, you didn't stop enjoying it. I didn't stop enjoying it because okay. I've enjoyed it before. I've, again, third time I've watched it, yeah. so seven point five for me, six and a half. 6.5. That drop-off is just drastically... It's a different show. It's an entirely different fucking show. 1 to 6 is 1, and then 7 to 13 is a completely different... Yeah, There's okay. bits and pieces of the character that come back, but never for long enough. Yeah, and I'll say, I'll say it now that Season 2 doesn't st- sticks to that trend, yeah. to be honest with you. It's a um, shame, because the first six episodes, fucking phenomenal. Yeah. That's like Sword Art good. Like the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. first part of Sword Art good. That's what those six episodes are. Oh no, boy, does it do what Sword Art did. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to give it a solid seven. I'll give it a solid seven. Um, but there, there needs to be improvements, <laughs> like four episodes at least out of those 13 could have gone a better way, 100%. So uh, the Summoning Boys give Arafruta, Arafruta a seven out of ten. About where it belongs. All you summoners can join us next time where we go to the movies and watch a girl who leapt through time. If you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to, you can join us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at How Not to Summon or join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast or go to our website at hownottosummon.com. I've been Shini Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. Bye. See ya. Ta-ra. Dragon Girls. Yeah,